Welcome back to season three of the Salt and Shadows podcast. After witnessing an uprising in the glorification of productivity and positivity, our podcast was born out of a felt necessity for real, accessible education for wholesome healing. Our goal is to bring our communities conversation and education that sparks empowerment for how to actually live a fulfilled and magical existence. In this season three of our podcast, we are so excited to welcome locals from where we live in Skagit Valley, Washington, to share in their intentional, magical living practices. We are, we are your, your hosts, host, Courtney Klopp of the lifestyle brand Self Care Creature, and Diana Marshall, specializing in spiritual rehabilitation with Safe Passage Tarot. We hope you enjoy this episode. They are the Lunar Babes. <laughs> they are two witches showcasing their individual and collaborative artwork, holistic lifestyle, and friendship. They wish to inspire and create positive change through their art and lives. They draw most of their inspiration from Mother Nature and the moon. Mm-hmm. They both feel most of themselves when they are outdoors barefoot with their feet on the earth. Welcome. Thank you for having us. I feel so honored to be here. Oh. I just love watching you look at each other while we run the bio. Our heads were nodding the whole time. Wow. Was so so much love and connection. Oh, I feel really connected to that bio. That's so nice. I love the feet rooted in the ground. Yeah. Flows off, howling under the moon. <laughs> yes. Those are the vibes for sure. I really resonate with the moon too. Yeah. So. The nudity I'll have to catch up with. Oh. Absolutely. I'm there. I'm there. You can encourage me. More jumping in the ocean naked in 2022. Yeah. Mm. I honestly feel like that's a huge part of this year, too. Like being close to water. Mm. I just keep feeling that and hearing it. That's a huge topic that we have today to talk about how connected we are to water. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Well, well, we can start there. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so I would consider myself a water witch. As an Aquarius, the water bearer, I do believe that the water bears me, but also, yeah, this beautiful divine connection and spell work I do is as simple as running your hands under hot water. And this diving is, into the cold ocean. I'm going to say this is cedar for those. Yes, hello, I am cedar. Yes. <laughs> I have the undertone of the raspy growl. <laughs> I have this like little lion in me you'll hear often. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yes. we both are so connected to water. I feel. That came up in like the witchiness question of how we connect our magic. And mm-hmm. Just oh. even in baths. Baths is a major. Yeah. I realized. Oh, yeah. In asking those questions to myself of. Where's my witchiness? Where's the magic come from? And bath is a huge ritual time for sure. Huge. Mm-hmm. It's transformative. Something we were talking about in the car as we were prepping, we did a little bit of prepping, <laughs> uh, was how we see baths in such different ways too. When you were talking about her ritual and her spell work with baths is soaking things in, putting intentions into things, and then releasing those things into the water and then soaking that all mm-hmm. up. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and mine is actually soaking it out. So it's soaking out. We didn't realize that until we started talking about it, though. Soaking in intentions and, yeah, love. Is it like, are you, like, releasing? I'm releasing. I love water because water holds me. I don't want to always release too much because water is such a safe space. And Mm -hmm. 
it's my friend, but the baths already talks about mm-hmm. it, depending on what you put in your bath and what you're thinking. I like to lay in the bath and like let the water drain while I'm in the bath, so I'll get a little bit of both oh. depending mm-hmm. on what you're mm-hmm. looking for. I love, I love that, that we can look at two different rituals and spell work, and it could be completely different to two different witches. Yeah, yeah, we we understand that mm-hmm. very well. <laughs> yeah, I became obsessed with the art of the bath when I went to my first spa when I was in my mm. early twenties, and I found a book in there, and it was it was called the art of the of the bath. Ooh, I think I, that and, sounds right. Yeah, I think I've seen that too. Yeah, and I was like, what? Like, there's a whole there's like there's a art, there's a ritual, there's like culture behind bathing, and yeah. that I've become like obsessed with that. Sense. It can be such a simple thing that you think of a bath as just like to clean yourself, but that you can take it so much further of like connecting with water and yeah. connecting with the intentions you put in the water. And, and the word art, I love so much. Yes. There's art in everything that we do. Art baths. We are. I like to think of the concept because it is a lot to do with my background, but I like to think of the concept of baptism. Mm. Wow. Absolutely. Totally. Say more. Well, by saying that I like to think about it, what I'm actually saying is I'm (laughs) starting to think about it right in this moment. (laughs) So I don't know exactly what I'm thinking about, but I would like to go further into that and kind of like research and see the comparison and like a lot of what that like symbology, Mm -hmm. you know, because it has everything to do with like dying to your past Mm -hmm. when you go under and then when you come back up then you're a new person you're born again i did not know that yeah i feel born again after baths yes i mean sometimes they hold so much power absolutely i just get out and after a hot shower or a cold shower i feel like a different person yeah Yeah. and think of like the symbology in that too with, with being and recognizing ourselves as witches we're always working with death and life and rebirth and to have that kind of a ritual to be able to continually process and alchemize that within us. I think it's it's worth more than just a one-time thing, for sure. I become fascinated, too, with the way that, like I said, I found the book at the spa, so it's like the culture of the way people in different cultures bathe together, which I mm. think sounds... I don't know. Some people might think that sounds a little weird because our culture is not... We just took a bath together. Ah. That's beautiful. And it was really magical and really vulnerable. And it was extreme. I think it was even more vulnerable than we thought it yeah. was going to be because we're naked around each other all the time. And yeah. But then it we're felt so different after that it was in the bath and that yeah. it was in a more sacred space. Water just holds sacred space. It so. does. It really connects you. I mean, you're connected to the other person and we are water. Mm-hmm. So we are just consistent. It was like just a huge flow of energy. It was so beautiful. I love bathing with others. I not that I get to do it very often, but I do love it. <laughs> it's a gift, I feel like. Yeah. To be safe enough with mm. another human to be in a bath together. That's so beautiful. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. What other practices do you guys have or that help you connect to your magic or mm. I feel like there are so many different facets to right. magic. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I guess I do feel blessed that we do have so many different like tools and ways to connect. And um, what does even magic mean to you if you want to start there? Ooh, what does magic mean? I feel magic is giving and receiving. I think that's a very simple way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Putting your energy into something and receiving it back. And not necessarily expecting something to come back, but giving that energy without expectations of what could come back. Mm. 
Mm. Magic is nature. Nature is magic to mm-hmm. me. Yes. Like, fullest and like just this, like the ultimate magic would just be to be deeply connected with nature. Like, mm-hmm. Just so like you're almost intertwined in one, which is why we love nature so much. You love nature so much. I'm wearing your shirt that says nature is magic. Yes. yes. Nature yeah. is magic. <laughs> we are nature. We are magic. Which is one of the tools and I feel like one of the ways that we practice magic is spending time in nature. Yeah. Absolutely. You're always sharing, I see on your Instagram, a special place that you go. That, yes. And you don't have to share where that is by any means, but it, it's like you're always out in nature together and there's a yeah. stream and there's the forest yeah. and you always have candles, so you're incorporating all the elements. Yeah, so that I do feel uh, like I could share. That is property that um, my partner and I bought in Cedaroli. Oh, wow. So it feels like a space in which we can do those things. It's fun to be able to have this sacred space to go and to just feel held and seen. Mm-hmm. And I know nature can oftentimes do that for us no matter where we are, but when we're around a lot of other people, mm-hmm. things have gotten so populated. It's just nice to find a little nook mm-hmm. in the woods. Yes, to I'm find so yourself. I'm a little nook in the woods. <laughs> Thank you for. And I know not <laughs> everyone has access to that. Right. And we are so lucky to have that. And we can find that in other ways without, you know, owning land. But yeah, yeah. So bath, nature. Are mm-hmm. there, is there anything else that? Movement. I feel like is oh. huge for me. Yeah. I feel yeah. like So many different types of movement, but. Just, I guess, intuitive movement, whether that's intuitive dance or intuitive stretching. or mm. For me, something that I didn't even realize until I started thinking about these questions is hula hooping. I find mm. so much magic oh, and witchiness wow. in that. And that's not even something we really share too much on Lunar Babes, but it's just this like sacred space where it is very intuitive and just flowy and free. Heck yeah. It almost like makes me feel connected that. to nature without even needing to necessarily be in nature like I almost feel like when I'm hooping in my house I'm somehow just with the elements you are of the I nature know. how to describe it but I love that movement is huge yeah I'd also say prayer is actually a huge part of my practice mm-hmm. and I can oftentimes feel an energy shift in a room when I use the word prayer mm-hmm. and I, understandably so it took me a really long time to redefine the word prayer and the roots of that for myself Do you want to talk about that process and what it means for you now? Yes, absolutely. Prayer to me is a moment in time that feels still, that I can connect to messages, my ancestors, Mm -hmm. my own self. It's just a way for me to check out and check in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but redefining those roots, I feel like, you know, Prayer was a huge one, and it's always come up in my life, but it shows up so different now as I get older, and I love it so much. I let go of it for a long time, because it just didn't sit right. The roots of it were just like, mm, doesn't yeah. feel good. How but we now, were taught to pray, I think maybe it was a little different for both of yeah. us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just have a different view on it when we grow up, and depending on how you grew up, and yeah. how old. And knowing it's okay to pray, I think, is tremendous. Mm-hmm. And knowing that it's okay to reclaim what it was, what it was shown Hell to you yeah. and that it doesn't have to stay that way to still be meaningful for you. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's another commonality that we're finding in a lot of these interviews is like the religious background and like mm. finding our own path and what led to like the witchiness essentially mm-hmm. and the spirituality. 
Yeah. It's almost like breaking away from it and then coming back to it, but in a different light or a different sense. Or a different and the way feeling. you want it to show up and how it shows up naturally in your everyday. Yes. yes. Nature, I wouldn't say I'm a religious person, but nature is just the biggest connection. And prayer, mm-hmm. I don't think, has to be a religious thing necessarily. Right. Mm-mm. Did either, if you don't mind sharing, you can say pass, of course, but did you both grow up with religious backgrounds? No, I, my parents, we never went to church and that was never, it was just very lighthearted when it came to religion. They were just like, you, you do good in this life and if there's, if you're lucky <laughs> enough to experience the next life, that's right. hopefully you'll do good in that life. But I was around, I did have a lot of friends that they went to church every Sunday and mm-hmm. I did participate in like going to church and I do remember learning things and seeing how their family was compared to my family and stuff like that. But I wouldn't say I have any like deep connection to religion other than just more spirit. Yeah. Cool. And nature being spirit and all that. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think it was just an ocean. There were some waves. It crashed a little bit. It got a little rocky. Uh, I don't, I, religion definitely came up in my childhood. I have a foggy childhood, so I don't, totally know exactly how it showed up but we definitely prayed every night at dinner you know sex was never really talked about in my house and whether that correlates or not I just feel like yeah the shame behind sex a little bit and I don't know if that was necessarily my family but just the way I felt religion showed up in my life Mm -hmm. yeah definitely Mm -hmm. yeah it typically does come from that Mm -hmm. standpoint when it comes to religion is that that becomes something that stays in the shadows Absolutely. I mean, like, the fear of masturbating is just wild. Yeah. Well, it's so liberating, mm-hmm. right? And, like, it's a way to know yourself so well, and the, mm. that's uh, pretty scary to a lot of people that want to take power over you. Yeah. Mm. That wow, that's beautifully yeah. put. Wow. <laughs> never thought about it like that. Especially, especially if you're a woman and they want to tell mm. you how and when to show up. They don't exactly want you to stay connected. Mm. To be able to show up for yourself. Power. Right. Mm. Yeah. Powerful. That's <laughs> yeah. To know yeah. how to take care of yeah. yourself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The womb folk, people with wombs, are really fucking powerful. <laughs> womb folks. I love like, that. Yeah. Not that other people aren't, but I mean, we have a special connection, like, directly to the moon that lives within us. Cycles. Like, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Deep intuitive power. I would love to know what your guys' magical practice is. I mean, your work is a lot of your magical practice, but if you guys have it. Yeah, work work is a magical practice, but it takes a deep personal practice to be able to show up for the work we do, I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah, I'd say meditation is probably one of my biggest tools. That's so beautiful. Yeah, apart from tarot, meditation was where I found my most healing personally Hmm. meditation is a big one for me for me (laughs) (laughs) uh i've been practicing or study is practicing i've been a practitioner of zen for a long time now i think it started in about 2014 but i don't meditate all the time now um one of the things that comes to mind for me is tending to my altar Mm. is a big practice of mine and just like lighting my candles, making sure that I say thanks and just like acknowledge Mm. my guides and ancestors and putting on, like I 
write my intentions and just like having work. I work with my, I guess that practice includes like working with my cards and then with uh, the full moon or the new moon, I usually have a personal ceremony and I'll write mm -hmm. things down and then put them on the altar and to just help me remember what I'm working with for yeah. that, that cycle and affirmations goes along with that. Do you have an altar that like lives at your house that doesn't move? So nice. Yeah, we both have some pretty intense altars at home. I love that. I wanted, I yeah. always wanted to bring that into my practice. I feel like we tend to put our altars in our basket and take them out to the woods and oh, like set up that. our altar and then kind of like pack it up and I go. Think nature is our altar. It oftentimes, is. we have a traveling altar most yes. of the time. Yeah, but I love, I love the stationary altar. I feel like our kitchen tables oftentimes mm. turn into our they altar. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An ever changing altar. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love that stationary altar. I think it's so it's so beautiful to have Very that ritual. Richy. Yeah. Yeah. I have the big main one in my living room because I am fortunate to live alone and just have my own space right mm -hmm. now. But I also have like little ones in almost every room. That's so nice. <laughs> yes. I'm feeling super inspired to have a lunar based altar. Why like we yes. make offerings quite often. Yeah. Offerings are a huge part of our practice mm. and how we give back. <clears throat> that's the giving back for sure giving to nature honey bread we give jewelry mm. we've buried a lot of goodies around i, love I that. feel like having a winter based altar would be so beautiful yeah. to make offerings yeah. there i love that thank Very you for inspiring us i love yeah thanks for asking the question a big lunar babes altar <laughs> Where are we having us? You're yeah. having my house. Okay, your house. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind going into a little bit more about like what offerings mean to you and how you go about that? Because when I started working with offerings, I'd say even a little bit now still, like I get how to do it, but it still it just feels a little elusive almost. I'm mm. like, what? And for me, for oh my gosh. We have this inside joke with uh, the for me saying that everybody seems to we say. We do say that for yeah. me, too. Yeah. It's Every, our own everyone says it now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's respecting, though, the space. Like, this is mine. You don't have mm. to feel this way. Right. Yeah. How do you feel? So, yes. yes. I feel there's no wrong way to make an offering. And they're making an offering can mean whatever you want in that situation. It's a feeling. I think mm. it's evolved, too, since mm -hmm. we started more making offerings and tapping into that, I guess, more witchy side of us. I think it definitely was more to, like, specific goddesses. I was learning a lot yeah. about, like, mm -hmm. Norse gods and goddesses and mm -hmm. tapping into one Mother Night, shout out. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I feel like it was maybe more specific, and now it's more, like, offering to the universe. I feel like a lot of the times we do offerings, like, before or after we do big things in our business mm -hmm. to, like, give back to mm, the yeah. universe for. I also feel like offerings, we're offering things to ourselves to, when I make an offering, I just made one the other day of a ring, some honey, hmm, oh, and some rose water. Mm. I just felt as though putting that out in the universe, I would love to receive those gifts as well. Mm. And the mm. universe, and whatever we're offering these things to, goddesses, deities, gods, it just feels good. I mean, like, gifts are always a fun thing to give. And I know Absolutely. that the honey, there's some critter out there in the woods just being like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, I just found some yeah. golden honey. And, yeah, it just feels good to give back. Oh, I love that. Tapping into the joy of giving through mm -hmm. offerings. I love that. The joy of giving there is. And, 
whether that's to some, something specific or just putting that out in the universe yeah mm -hmm. giving more people a jar of honey you know yes yeah oh wow that's special i was reading about honey being used in um like bonding ceremonies too mm -hmm. and i thought that was really really cool what's a bonding ceremony um i think it's it's, it's kind of like a commitment ceremony or an mm -hmm. acknowledgement of of like your relationship and wanting to be connected mm. I, I thought that was that. really beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Honey we would is love so to have some sort of, not a wedding ceremony, but some yes. bonding ceremony. A ceremony. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of a bonding ceremony is definitely a better word for yeah, it. Yeah, that's nice. And you, we will be dripping honey on I each mean, other. So. Yes. How beautiful. So many beautiful I love to see that, that so much. Yeah. We love bringing romance into our friendships too mm. i don't think that romance is just for your partners romance right. is for the people that you love yeah and romance is like witchy kind of mm -hmm. it's like witchy to be romantic with yourself and with mm -hmm. your with yourself too i love that like that big time yeah. yeah to feel wanted to feel loved on all levels mm. nurtured yeah it feels so good yeah i love that idea and intention of just carrying romance with you like the, essence, the essence of mm. romance in your mm -hmm. life like yeah i can definitely see that through your work just Thank like you so flowers much. and ritual romanticizing and life i think is mm. something that is big for us that mm -hmm. we both really like to do before we became friends and that is just something that's beautiful that came out of our bond it's just we love to just like do it up big and we for no reason things for each other too i think it's so fun to have a friend who shows up like that, like you're so good at that. And to find somebody who shows up, oh, it feels really lovely. Aww. Thank you for doing that for me. <laughs> like we told each other we were gonna cry. Yeah, Aww. we're gonna cry watching you awesome. guys. Awesome. <laughs> How did you two meet, by the way? Ooh. Through our partners. Our partners have, um, they've known each other since they were in sixth grade. So they're really good friends and Whoa. I think that- So fun. Um, when I started dating my partner, we knew about each other and we were scared of each other. Yeah, Let's be we honest. Let's be real. Yeah, you were. We, we were intimidated for yeah, sure. In intimidation. I think both of our partners were like, I think we talked out. about that too. That we I did. was intimidated by you as well when I would see you come into the co-op oh. and stuff like that. It's so, it's so weird. It's how we perceive ourselves <laughs> and how we can be perceived by others. It's like we are put the pedestal of like how we put people. I know that that's something I'm definitely working on of like, not that there was a pedestal there, but it's like, yeah, you know, just, I love that so much. Sometimes the people that intimidate you too end up being the people that you probably connect even more Because you had a strong yeah. feeling there yeah. in the beginning. Like, I know I felt the same way with you and oftentimes I still do. You're just so knowledgeable and powerful and you guys both just feel so magical. <laughs> yeah, that can just, it feels so good to be in this space though. Good. But yeah, that's, uh, we ended up going to yoga at Quantum is how we kind of started. I think it was like oh. we met at a yoga class. That was like the first time we were like, oh, you want to hang out? Let's go to yoga class. And it yeah. was an easy way to hang out because yeah. we, we had to talk, talk to each other, yep. but we got to see how each other moved and the energy flow, but like we didn't have to talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up going to yoga a few times and then just hit it off from there. We fell in love really quickly oh my god <laughs> yeah i can't imagine you guys not just like clicking right away i think it was pretty after a few it only took a couple yoga dates to it to did and yeah the beauty like we talked about before the podcast 
we're interested to see how that dynamic also worked with you guys working so closely with your bestie, a really close friend. The amount of shadow work that we've had to do together is Ooh. so much light. Didn't even know it was so there. much dark. <laughs> I feel like with all that lightness has to, well, it doesn't have to, but if you have that balance, there's a lot of darkness that comes up too. Darkness is kind of beautiful too. I feel like we wouldn't be as close with each other if we didn't show up in that darkness for ourselves and for each other. Absolutely. Our friendship grew so quickly. Mm. We have only known each other two years. It's so We crazy. can see it. It feels... <laughs> I feel like listening yeah. to you guys yeah. on your podcast, though, it sounds like you could... I would have... If I would have just guessed, it would have been like, oh, you've known each other for a decade. I know. Every time Absolutely. you say that, I'm like, really? I'm like counting yeah. the years. <laughs> yes, even, it's been exactly two even years. Even before we met each other, though? <gasps> uh, yes, this one. Even before What's we met, it was literally yesterday. Oh, wasn't no it? way! No, it was, no, no. no it wasn't Valentine's Day. <laughs> it it wasn't? It was, I know, babe. It was the ninth. <laughs> I know, babe. No, because it wasn't exactly Valentine's right, Day. Right, it was the ninth. But I always think about it Valentine's Day, because it was the Valentine's Valley Day Market mm. that we oh, officially cute. met. Oh, cute. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah, but Valentine's before that, yes. everybody was even telling us that we need to know each other. Yeah. we need to meet. Yeah, which was really fun. It's a similar... Yeah. Oh, yeah. new there's a connection there. It does feel like you guys have known each other for so much longer. I think we have in some regard, you know, like mm-hmm. the different lives or the way energy and spirit connects beyond uh, our knowing at this time. Yeah, <laughs> that's lovely. We were, um, we were able to go deep with each other right from the beginning, I feel. Well, I invited you over to my house for a full moon ceremony. Yeah, so we started doing we ceremony the, the that was what we were doing. Yeah. It felt comfortable right away. Yeah. That's so lovely. Yeah. I think we showed up pretty comfortable, but I feel like it, it was a while to get comfortable. We, we had gatherings like that, and they were revolved around the moon. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was reading the moon book, and then you quickly got onto that. And then I was like, what's this witchy action? stuff? I like it. Huh. Well, yeah. it's... It's interesting, too, because when you meet somebody and you get along really well, it's just a matter of time before you're like, well, how much are they actually going to hold me when I, like, need something oh. or when, when shit shifts? When yeah. shit shifts. <laughs> I that should love. be a sticker. Should be shifting all the time, too. Right? I mean, yeah. since we started, like, merging and, and doing this together, things came up that never came up before mm-hmm. between us. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you but, feel like within yourselves and within other relationships? Um, duh. well, I'd say within us individually and our relationship. Yeah. Like, especially. I feel like this is my second marriage. We say that too. Yeah. Because that's it, I so mean, beautiful. The depth of what depth. we have to, like, see each other through and show up for each other mm-hmm. in is very much like a marriage. Absolutely. And if being close right. friends also running a business together exactly like that takes it to a whole new level a whole nother level we talk every single day yeah and it's about setting those boundaries and doing that shadow work to be able to still show up for ourselves right we're consistently showing up for each other all the time too yeah yeah i think the hardest thing that i've recognized is having to actually speak up for myself Mm. like having to actually like say (laughs) <laughs> what I want or what I don't want and uh, to also be available for that mm-hmm. as well. There's something about like not just like 
everything's fine. We're just going about our business. There's something about like having to be like, actually, and we're both getting really good at this. Like actually, could we do this instead? Is there like a compromise? Is there something in between? Because I mean, that's just the way it is. We're two humans, two different humans Mm -hmm. that have different like thoughts, even throughout our podcast. We think we're talking about something. We're both talking about something (laughs) completely different. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, we respect that and we acknowledge it's going to happen too. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest challenge for me has been really having to learn how to like listen to that, especially like I I have a big like control, (laughs) control and micromanage things that come out like because I've only ever, I've had my business a little longer. The tap on the knee. (laughs) I I also relate to that. Um, and I mean, yeah, I've had my business a little longer and I have never worked with anybody else. And so Mm -hmm. I very much just tend to get like, yeah, control, controlling and micromanaging and just want to like take the wheel and steer and just like, Mm -hmm. like, and it's like, hello, we're in a partnership. Like, can you check in? And like, (laughs) it's hard to share our creativity though. I, Mm -hmm. I resonate with that too. Yeah. That we, so, and we go through phases too, um, but we've gotten better over time. So much better. Right. Communicating. And I think that, that also translates to other parts of life. I think that Absolutely. us diving deep into that stuff like makes us better communicators. Mm-hmm. In our everyday lives. Big time. I love the discomfort of being called mm-hmm. in by somebody that I love. Like, hey, like, which of course, like you're saying, is the challenge for you is learning to actually speak up for that. But mm-hmm. also, like, I'm available for it. And I think that has, like, seeing that in each other has really deepened our trust. I think that that's a big part of it is it's not that you don't want that with all of your relationships. Right. It's, a, it's a matter of is the other person available to have mm-hmm. that space for you? Are they available to show up and have the same efforts and to be vulnerable mm-hmm. with you? Because that's not always available. Being able to be honest with each other and say... I'm not available right now, or yeah, yes, I am available. Right, yeah. I've had to take in being called on my shit, I think, too, from right. my childhood of mm. feeling not as heard. I don't oftentimes speak up as much as I also should, mm. and I love that you bring that out in me. So the, the communication just flows so nicely, and it's like a safe space to hear things that you don't necessarily always want to hear, but they're amazing things to hear because that's what lets us grow right as people yeah Yeah. absolutely it's uncomfortable but exactly uncomfortable and uncomfortable makes it comfortable more comfortable that person to be able to reach those challenges with mm. you you know that you're seen you know that what you're feeling is valid and that just makes it that much easier for you to go out into the world and be able to ask the same things from yes. other people mm. and be able to be like actually this is a pretty standard like this is my standards now like mm. i've raised Ooh, my standards definitely that's yeah. that even just like my first thing that comes to mind is even just asking for raises at your job yeah. or something like that like that yeah. can connect to absolutely and it's helped me, to, especially, to notice where other people aren't available when you work so mm. closely with somebody that is available for that, and then you turn to someone and they're like, like, oh, okay. And yeah, just like learning how to shift and navigate different relationships in different ways, and like you're saying, like learning what the standard is for you, what are your boundaries and your needs personally. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so with that said, do you feel like 
you've learned through those processes some of like what your values might be in your business or personally or any other things that you might bring into your business? Yeah, I feel like we're learning every single day. I'd say a core value that I've always had at a young age is compassion. Mm -hmm. I'm learning communication and that's something that I hold in my everyday now, but compassion has been the roots of my being. Like it's just so important to have compassion for yourself and other people and that, you know, ebbs and flows every day. But mm -hmm. and having compassion for animals I think is so important too. Yes. Mm -hmm. And nature. I think you've helped me be more compassionate. I don't think that I I am in some ways, but not in the ways that you're you're so compassionate with other humans. Mm. Sometimes you've softened me in Thank that you. way. Yeah. It's a I think that compassionate side too is work that I have to do all the time because you wonder like and passion can be so overpowering in a lot of different ways, too. Mm -hmm. Not showing that all the time to yourself, but giving that to others. Yeah. Learning how to show up to be compassionate for yourself, too, I think is important. And still having boundaries set sometimes, being compassionate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Intuition for me is something that has a value that's, I think that's considered a value, right? Intuition is... Yeah, whatever your values yeah. are. I yeah. haven't heard it, but I'm yeah. hearing that I love it. Like, when I hear that, I'm like, oh my god, Definitely. why haven't I thought of that before? When she said that, when I was so, I love it so much. Yeah, intuition, and that's come up in our friendship a lot, is just being able to tap into the messages that you're receiving and mm. have a comfortable space to, I guess, release that. Yeah, you, yeah you've definitely tapped a lot more into your intuition and... That's such a witchy thing. That's something that's like a magical power. That is magic. Your intuition is a magical power. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that high priestess card we pulled earlier. Mm, she looks very intuitive. <laughs> yeah, that's her whole... That's I mean, the moon behind her. her, her whole, oh, really? Oh. Oh, yeah. So much intuition comes from the moon, too, I feel like. Big big connection. Big connection. And tying back into what you were saying earlier, too, about anybody that has that moon space. Mm. being connected to their intuition, being mm -hmm. connected to the cycles of the moon and everything. So, yeah, there is definitely that, that connection with cycles that, that brings in a different sort of wisdom that connects you to the universe. Our intuitions are so powerful. It's hard to decipher our intuitions and our inside voices sometimes for me. Just recently yeah. tapping into my intuition. Yeah, yeah, it's been a challenging journey for me too. Well, and because I think I was such an intuitive kid and, I mean, just the various layers of my own childhood and the world that we live in that's like, no, like, don't trust that, don't go with that, like, that's mm. stupid, that's silly, and, like, just to, like, yeah, you learn not to trust yourself, and then the whole journey of, like, learning how to trust yourself and coming back to that can be really challenging and now that I feel like I'm in a strong space of that again I will never let it go I'm really going to be sitting with and reevaluating intuition as my, an own, my own value like how that fits in with that because that resonates so deeply for me nice I love that that's inspiring yeah. I will take that with me I love that thank you for sharing yeah of course I think intuitive knowing is what being a witch is built upon mm -hmm. you're not following what society outside of you says is the right thing or what you should be doing you're choosing for yourself and that is your intuition guiding you mm. so I really feel like that's a huge part of being a witch as well it's like really understanding and trusting yourself or knowing at least it's worth trying trusting to trust yourself, yourself is huge yeah. 
Trust we all have intuition too. All humans yes. have a natural intuition. Oh yeah. The yes. systems that have been created for us have made us not be able to, to check out. Yeah, yeah tap exactly. into that and or believe in that yeah. feeling. Because yeah. our intuitions are so powerful. Right. Trusting yourself. Ooh, that's a big one. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I think it comes back to that conversation we were having earlier too about being repressed by religion mm. and things like that. You're not exactly. supposed to be connected to your intuition, your inner knowing, because according to their beliefs, everything that's there to redeem you is outside of yourself. Mm. You are nothing but something that needs to be Pretty redeemed. Simple, yeah. So if you put yourself in a place of needing to be redeemed and there's no value to you, then you're not going to value yourself or your intuition. You're going to think that the answers are outside of yourself. Mm. I love so that. Learning how to trust ourselves, trust our intuition. Yeah. And it's a challenging road for some people. I know some, like, I have a dear friend that I made at the retreat center I work at in New York this summer, and they just kept going on about how they, like, can't trust themselves. Like, mm-hmm. there's, like, they, you know, they get, like, weird feelings sometimes, and then it turns out to be nothing and or, mm-hmm. like, complete opposite, and they just don't feel like they can tap into that space. But I guess that's part of what our work is too yeah. and our work all of our work is as witches and people connected to nature is to help people get to a place where they can feel safe yeah feel safe and have a bit to more trust, trust within nature that. lets me trust myself that just clicked in it does it holds a safe space to be like shit i can build a fire nature yeah. thank you i trust myself <laughs> yeah thank I you nature <laughs> in its own way that. it almost empowers you by challenging you like are you going to come out are you going to be with me are you going to uh perhaps be uncomfortable and it yeah. does kind of force you to do certain things too like you said build a fire and things like that like control the elements, work with the elements in order to mm. have life and things like that. So right. I feel like it really just brings you into a space where it's right in front of you. And it's and just a matter of how you're us. going to pick it up and use it. Nature yeah. does show up. Nature shows up for us. It's like so much that relationship you find with the people that you connect with the most almost, I feel, have the roots of nature. Nature holds us, feeds us, mm. listens to us, heats us, and the people that we love, I feel like, do the same thing. Mm. The healthiest relationships mm. we have do that for us as well. Wow. That's nature so nurturing. Nature yes. nurturing. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for feeding me all the time because she is good in the kitchen. Hell yeah. <laughs> I am not. Us <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's, who's good and who's maybe not as comfortable? I went to culinary school. Oh, I, I could feel that I energy for that. sure. I'm like, slap some potatoes in the oven. Hell yeah. Nice. I yeah. love potatoes. Me too. On top of a bed of greens with some dressing, and that's what you gain. Girl, Fuck yeah. Yes. That is my every day. I yeah. love so good, but yeah. routine is also just a, right. a creature of routine. When did you go to culinary school? <laughs> I went, I graduated in 2010, so it was a 15-month program. Fun. Yeah. I did not know that about you. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. We should have a picnic. So, yeah. You should come. Wait, you can be invited. Bring the food. <laughs> I'll bring the greens. Oh, my gosh. That would be it's so already going to happen. We really should have nature. love to have a picnic with yeah. you. We can get that. nature. That's Let's do it. Beautiful. Yeah. Here we Let's are. start Let's warming up. We're going to do it. Yes. Oh, the warming yeah. up. Oh. I feel like May is a good time. 
May's my favorite month. At the yeah. property, because it'd be really fun for you guys Tourist to kind of see this connection that we you see us posting about it. If you're inviting us, we we're, would love that. It's not my property, but you're <laughs> You cook the food. All <laughs> you guys yeah. cook the food, we'll set up the space. How about that? Mm. Oh my gosh, you guys, I would love to have you there. I'd be honored, not just with the food. You can come with nothing, and I'd still <laughs> no, love to have you there. I won't. I won't show up if there's no food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> twirling in the woods and we're like keeping it cash and we've got like cupcakes and like sparkling water and roses and like we're like casual yeah this is so casual yeah we're like it's casual (laughs) we're in like dresses and we're like it's it's always at the end we're like we're we're not ridiculous (laughs) it's not like it took two hours to pull all this together (laughs) (laughs) it's casual that's that's 15 candles casual yeah that's great. We all have our own standards, right? That's a huge <laughs> part of our practice I mean, we're, together is yeah. just romanticizing. Romanticizing nature, absolutely. That's kind of similar to how we are setting up our new moon ceremonies. Is we? I think even the first time we set it all up, we're like, wow, this is so beautiful. It's going to be so much more, though. <laughs> it's going to get cannot. so big. <laughs> I feel like it already is from the things that I've heard from the people that have gone. We'll yeah. definitely be I cannot. Also, happy almost full moon. This yes! Yeah! Yes! Really that we, we are it's under the full moon. so magical that we're sandwiched right between Valentine's Day and the full moon. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ooh. the Leo full moon. I love it. Yeah. And we love each other, and you love each other, and we all and love And we all love each other. We, we love, love each you. other. Yes. Diana here. I just wanted to take a moment to interrupt this episode and let you know that if you're hearing anything that resonates with you, Courtney and I are available for a two-on-one session. We call these our Salt and Shadow Sessions, and this unique offering is both available online or in person at our LaConnor Washington studio. It's a little bit of a combination of lifestyle coaching, a dual tarot and oracle card reading, as well as some ritual integrations and energy clearing. We also would greatly appreciate it if you would please subscribe, download, and share this podcast to help it reach more people. To stay up to date on our offerings and events, you can also sign up for our full moon newsletter. You can book a session with us, sign up for emails, or subscribe to the podcast via the link found in the details section of whatever listening platform you're currently tuning in on. We have a deep-rooted mission to bring accessible and sustainable education for wholesome healing to both our local and online communities. Our goal is to provide safe space that sparks empowerment within you so that you can know how to actually live a fulfilled and magical existence. May you remember the peace and the power you hold within yourself at all times. Enjoy the rest of this episode. started talking on this a little bit before we turned on the microphone, but I'm curious <laughs> how you came to 
defining yourself as a witch and like owning that and using that in your life and your world and especially coming out about it. Like, because I don't think I knew that about either of you before Lunar Babes was created, and then your profile says, like, you know, two witchy friends, and I was like, oh, hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. That's fun that you didn't know this, know that about us and then made that connection. I don't after. even know if we fully knew that about ourselves either. Yeah. I mean, before well, we that, a little because bit. Because we've had that kind of, we've always had that as our bio, but everything was so fresh. We It was really the Moon Books by Sarah Faith Godestiner mm. that we both had, and we were both using as guides and we would get together all the time and talk about the moon and read tarot together being baby tarots we still are baby tarot readers but it just clicked in and tarot was such a huge part of how we started communicating I feel like Mm. and within that tarot realm and you know seraphic goddess singer identifies as a witch and that's when we started learning the word and realizing that I feel like we quickly realized like oh this is a we're also Witches, it just felt yeah, like I've, the word witch, too. We're so lucky to be able to use that word. Yes, I felt wow. in the beginning, I was like, Wow, like what an honor to be able to call ourselves witches right now. Well, that's part of it, right? It's we're almost huge. I got chills. Yeah, we're like almost in the mm-hmm. space of reclaiming that mm-hmm. title because you could not just come out that way before without coming up against literally violence. Absolutely. So, there's a lot of fear now mm-hmm. behind that, but we're. We're moving out of that space, mm-hmm. and I think that's really beautiful, too, to be able to actually claim it. Living where we live, too, and being surrounded by so many other like-minded people, we felt yeah. definitely in a safe space to we were very identify lucky. as that. We were very lucky. We had a good group of girls, too, that also were just like learning about it and identifying, oh, cool. so it was nice, I think. Having each other. Yeah, we were getting together in. for little full moon, new moon ceremonies, and mm-hmm. talking about our feelings and stuff, and realized that that's what being a witch was, is yeah. just... I feel like very different than what you're told a witch is, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. It's almost like you don't even understand that you are because you, it doesn't match what you were told about witches. Mm -hmm. Even just as something, I know this is very surface level, but the way I dressed, I don't know why it came up for me. Like, I don't look like a witch. Mm. It was interesting that like, you know, the black clothes and just traditionally Mm -hmm. what society has perceived what a witch looked like. I knew people would come up in my space and say, well, you don't look like a witch. And it's like redefining, like, there's no way to look like a witch. Right. You are a witch. You know, like your clothing means nothing other than the way you want to express yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. That's funny because I totally get, like, with your style and your whole essence, I'm like, hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. (laughs) That's what I thought, too. When you first started talking, I thought you were going to say, like, me dressing is me feeling like a witch because mm-hmm. I feel like you're so witchy based off just like your style, which is another like kind of magical witchy thing is like just how we dress and how we portray ourselves can be so artistic. I had witchy. no idea that Coley was witchy and we worked together at the co-op. I would just see you in the deli with your little cap on and like yeah. to me, because I was doing the same thing as other people, right? Mm-hmm. Just assuming that, that because mm-hmm. you kind of looked more outdoorsy and things Absolutely. like that, that you, like, I didn't even think about that for you. Yeah. But you were actually one of the very first people that was like, do you want to read tarot, like, in public? Okay. Like, you went to the, like, I think the office of where we were working and you were like, can she do this at our, like, wasn't it like the spring... Like, oh yeah, at one of the little like summer events that we had. I forget the what they call that at the co-op. Um, where it was like a the bunch summer garden party, right? It was, was I think it was, was it like I think it was 
like homeopathic. Oh, the wellness fair. Wellness fair. Wellness. Yes. Oh my gosh. yes. And you literally That's went right. to the people that put on the wellness fair oh, and were like, I "You shouldn't have remember her. this." Unless yeah. You it up. That's amazing. That you're. I just that. thought that was like so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. Time out. So Coley was the first one that pushed you to read tarot and publish. She was the first one that like kind of put it in my mind that someone would take it seriously. Yeah. Whoa! It didn't We're happen because yeah. and this conversation here. now is like coming. I am remembering being like, yeah. and what's crazy is it was probably right around the time then that we were making making that connection, and that I made the connection of Tara. You saw that and, within, and within that, that was like witchiness, and and so much healing came from that. And wellness no, we that's need so that in cool. our community. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. That. That's I awesome. think that was just wow. like this little like, oh wow, people actually take me seriously in this space. Oh. Yeah. You were the first person that really like. Oh, took I'm that so step. honored to yeah. have been a part of your journey at all. That's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, it just speaks to the kind of person you are. Cool. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's so fun. Wow. I'm That's, getting all kinds of. I know. I'm getting all fuzzy. So the way we can inspire and push each other is just so magnificent yeah. and so cool too. Because I ended up stepping down from that position that um, I was working in when mm-hmm. I when that opportunity arose and I stepped down from that position when we started Lunar Waves and we knew we wanted we had to a lot work going on. on weekends yeah. and so I kind of had to choose so I'm so glad that I was still even in that position. I feel it wasn't that, that long after that that I saw the two of you like at the sidewalk still painting shoots. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I feel that's like that's fun. the first time I saw the two yeah. of you working together. I honestly forgot we did that too. We should have a lifetime ago. <laughs> you know it's really funny this and not a lot of people know this. Okay. Lunar Babes, we didn't even know we were going to make art together. Art was not, we were two artists, but we became witchy and witches together. Lunar Babes was actually going to sell pies at the farmer's market. Lunar Babes was a pie business. something together, and that's funny that it We were baking pies at the time and romanticizing that, and we were like, let's bake pies. pies at a farmer's market. And then the fact that it's evolved a lot since then. Evolving with witchcraft and nature and just art in general. And it just, it is, it was what was meant to be. I love making art with you. I love making art with you too. (laughs) Have you ever made pies together? We have. Yeah, we did. At that time, that's what you were doing. At that time, we were making a lot of pies. It was around the time that we were doing the moon book and we were just having gatherings and then we'd make the pies. That's how creativity (laughs) showed up in our relationship in the beginning was the creativity of baking together. And now, like, thinking about it, I am not good at baking. Like, we well, have not baked pie since then. Because we'll have time. It's kind of like once the universe came in and said, that's not what you're going to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. The universe was like, like, bye. Here's a warm way to introduce what's really yeah. going on. Yeah. A sweet way. That's nice. <laughs> no pun intended. I forget about the pie sticker we were going to make, too. He's gonna say something funny. We'll, think, gonna, of we'll think of it. Okay. It was a good one. We should still make it. It was something it. about being stoned and pie, eating pie yeah. and being baked. Oh, baked. Something With along the lines. about baked. Think about it. Get it's baked? better. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Get back. We'll circle back. <laughs> how do you define shadow work and how does that show up in your life? Small question. Yeah. <laughs> Shifting gears real quick. This yeah. was a fun thing to think about before we met. It really, I don't think I fully 
had a definition for it for myself until I really like sat down and thought about it. But um, yeah, I feel like for me at least there is different layers to shadow work. Um, yeah, there's for me there's like that first layer of your kind of like quote unquote dark side that you have to kind of look at or like something about yourself that you don't accept or that you don't fully love and just kind of like tapping into that. And then there's like an even darker space of shadow work of like, for me, they feel like there's parts of my life that I are just black. Like I just mm. don't remember them. And that's maybe like a shadow or a veil of darkness over that. So kind of opening up that veil and uncovering that. Yeah. And then shadow work even within our society and mm. having to like break down the systems that have just been put on us and the shadow work that comes with even just like the history that we were taught there's just so much shadow work with as a society that we're doing yeah yeah i hear you speaking mm-hmm. a lot to trauma perhaps mm-hmm. and oppression mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'd say mine's very similar it was fun to talk in the car i know that shadow work is very new for me mm-hmm. the layers of the surface shadows and the core shadows mm. I, for a really long time, was heavily drinking, and so I had a lot of my surface shadows hidden. I didn't even know there was core shadows, so that was a rude awakening when I stopped drinking. I was like, wow. I don't think I've heard this these terms surface and core shadows. Mm-hmm. That's just so we... I, I'm super new to shadow work, and I think that that's just... Before we even read up on what it was, that's what came up for us is how we thought... And to find shadow, just there's lots of different layers to our shadows. Okay. So, like, literally just, like, on the surface and the core being, like, more into, like, closer to your center. Yeah, like, yeah, like, drinking can distract a lot of, like, the core or, like, the surface shadows of your everyday. Like, Mm. maybe you're unhappy that day. Drinking can really, I mean, it'll suppress those core shadows, too, but... It took me that time to be able to see what real shadow work work was and... All shadow work is real shadow work, but... Right. Yeah, the, the different layers. Mm-hmm. Wow. What does shadow work look like for you? What is your definition of shadow work? I love this. I think everyone we've asked <laughs> what is shadow work for you has turned it around and asked us. Yeah. So. I think it's new for a lot of people. Yeah, and there's a lot of different ways to say it, because it's like, you know, oppression, trauma work, subconscious work. Um, I think the shadow term really comes from depth psychology and Jungian psychology. Yeah. Um, He's the one that coined it. Yeah. Carl Jung. Yeah. The subconscious is really, yeah. Making the subconscious conscious. Mm. It's the way that he defined it, and... Just the parts of ourselves that we'd rather not have in the light at all. Mm-hmm. And I think in a lot of ways have either learned or been told to keep it hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's many different layers to it, kind of like what you guys have said. But I think a lot of it involves grief mm-hmm. and really giving your, yourself a space to grieve the time that you had to keep those things hidden. And um, I also think that there are layers of needing to work on healing your inner child and the things that happened during childhood or just 
previous previously in your life just really taking time for things that have um, been painful and difficult and just really taking time to spend with them and learning how to integrate that into her, who you are and becoming whole as a person by having those missing parts of you put back together again. But you, it's really a choice. Like you really have to take the time and, and place boundaries around it and start like speaking up to protect it and things like that. And it's mm -hmm. not easy work because yeah. it's not just about you. It becomes about the people around you too. Absolutely. Yeah. That, like that connects to the layers for me. Like you almost like there's like a part of you that you don't like about yourself and mm. then you kind of answer that question. And then by answering that question, you go even deeper to like, yes. Oh, that's why I don't like that about myself. So there's that like, Right. First mm. little layer of shadow work, and then I feel That's like what I think about the surface and the core even too. Comes out, yeah. Mm. The questions, and then the the questions kind of get you in there. The questions and really get you to the core, and that's I, what you said about the things that maybe we don't love about ourselves too. Finding that out in the people that maybe have hurt us, or within ourselves, knowing that they're also doing shadow work, mm. giving them some sort of forgiveness, I think has been huge for me in my own mm. shadow work. Looking yeah. at those people mm -hmm. and thinking to myself, wow, their shadow work is so time consuming and it is a forever journey. And noticing that those people are also doing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I like that you brought up forgiveness because I do feel it's such a huge part of it and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to outrightly forgive people mm -hmm. in a way that is forgetting the things that may have happened between you but forgiving in a way where you can start healing and moving mm -hmm. on from that mm -hmm. and then understanding that what has happened happened and only through forgiveness can you kind of separate yourself from what you've been holding in mm -hmm. that energy between you and the more we do that shadow work, we see that within other people. Mm -hmm. I know within some of like my family or friends, I, I didn't even know maybe what they had going on. And so you start like doing the work for yourself and then you're like, oh, there's you actually realize. a lot of work to be done. So much work and just giving, yeah, I love forgiveness. I think yeah. forgiving ourselves mm -hmm. too. Mm, for, big time. That's yes. huge. Loving ourselves for our shadows. I think that our shadows are not always necessarily a bad thing yeah no. our oh, shadows no. can be like really inviting safe spaces yeah yeah they make us who we are big time yeah <laughs> it makes up the duality that exists within us and it's our job to figure out what the alchemy is what that looks like to create ourselves mm -hmm. honoring that darkness yeah. mm -hmm. a little bit so i feel like if you honor the darkness then you accept your lightness even more fully big time Okay, like this bad, but big time though. <laughs> yeah. You can honor that part of yourself that you don't like, quote unquote. Right. The parts that you do like, then shine even more. Yeah, the honoring is key, I'd say. Yeah, and it gives you more space to be available to grow and expand too, because the less that's taking up space within you, the less that's holding mm. you back because of things that go unnoticed or untaken care of they're no longer piling up for you mm -hmm. and as things come up you're actually able to approach them in a more natural neutral way whereas 
before you did any of that and you had this big pile of stuff behind you, all you could do is react and respond and push it away. You didn't have space for it. And it really helps like helps you to learn how to energetically flow in alignment with who you are, I feel. I think we're also mirrors of each other and the things that you know we bring up that we don't like about ourselves. We're looking into other people's shadows and their mirror of what they're showing back at you and it's oftentimes their shadows reflected on us and it's not necessarily things that we don't love about ourselves it's what we've been told and taught to not love about ourselves mm -hmm. right like even just for me i am an air sign and i do tend to be a little bit more airy with life and i've really suppressed that mm -hmm. a lot in my life mm -hmm. and that's been a huge insecurity for me but in the last few years i think that's just other people's reflections of me that I've let get to me. Mm. And I love that side of me now. Yeah. That's something that I've noticed you've like totally embodied and come <laughs> out with, and I love that about you. Thank you so much. Yeah. It, it took a lot of shadow work to, to own it. To own it and yeah. to realize that that's a gift, and I think that is for a lot of us. We've just been taught that those aren't gifts. Those, those aren't gifts. gifts. Yeah. Like yeah, the right. things that we don't love about ourselves, somebody else might. That might be their favorite thing about you, and learning to love that within yourself is mm. huge. Yeah, a way shadow work shows up in my life, too, is going back to that discomfort and recognizing what, where I feel discomfort in my life, and also recognizing a lot of patterns and cycles and how, like, those kinds of things continue to show up and the things that, like, get under my skin and bother me and learning how to turn towards that and really like dissolve it in a way that is either acceptance slash forgiveness and that's like thinking of relationships of all kinds not just intimate but relationships that have ended and like I want to be able to think of these people and not like cringe or be upset or cry I want to if I run into them I want to be able to smile and wave if I hear a song that reminds me of them I want to be able to listen to it and like it's like a reclaiming of mm -hmm. the parts of my nervous system that are attached to other people and things and in yeah. that like you're saying like our shadows also create a safe place that makes me think of like patterns like our patterns are developed out of a space that for some reason at some point in time like believed that they were keeping us safe mm -hmm. and that's why it can be so hard to shift out of that shit <laughs> because they still like they still believe they are even if you're ready for a different operating system as I like to say I liked that you were also bringing up that it's not just a personal thing, it starts becoming about the community as well. Yes. Because only through doing this will we understand each other on a singular level and the collective level. Yeah. And living in a time where the collective is mainly just about being divided, it's either one side or the other, mm -hmm. this work is the only thing that's actually going to bring us to a place where we will be ready to face each other instead of pushing up against each other and say, okay, instead of what divides us, what connects us? Mm -hmm. What can we bridge to bring between us? Because we've gone too far in that direction. It's time to like bring it back this direction of like, okay, how can we come together instead of pushing each other apart? Yeah, shadow work allows for us to have those hard conversations and to learn how to still respect and love one another and be together despite our differences. Yeah. Rather than like turning away <clears throat> and deepening the divide because we because of our differences. Like that 
is not the way and I think that we're like really starting to feel that that's huge yeah like collectively and in community because we're all especially after these two years like being so closed off due to the pandemic it's like we're craving that connection again (gasps) and it's like some of us are really ready to open and like have these hard conversations and figure out where that space is and then we're also seeing a lot of other people which is being encouraged by larger systems in our world to to divide to divide and turn away and it's uh heartbreaking it's hard yeah we're done with that i love that more bridges 2022 please yeah more bridges yeah more connection yeah yeah i love the quote um your frequency is your greatest gift to the universe which so much of that comes with shadow work like you're almost by doing your work we all need to do the work and put in the work by doing that you're creating a better frequency and then that goes out into the community and the more people that are doing the work the better the frequencies are yes that's delicious yes yes that is but it can also be it it can also be not a good thing if there's a bunch of not good frequencies that's also i think what we're experiencing right now what you're talking about with the divide and people push too yeah well and learning how to like shadow work in this way allows you to like have a strong frequency that doesn't get interrupted by others mm-hmm. frequencies mm-hmm. even when that. their frequencies are coming towards you it's listening and learning with them and still just keeping your own frequency oh my gosh i just love the visuals i'm getting of like the <laughs> i love your hand visuals what you did was so <laughs> i'm nice. picturing like blue wavy lines yes you know? yes I don't know why they're blue, but it feels good. Yeah, <laughs> no, nice. I completely agree. Well, frequency, energy, like everything is vibration, right? That's why I, at least I feel so connected to sound and music, and it is so like very deep and intrinsic to who we are. Like it's one of the most natural things that humans also have created. Chakra wise, mm. blue is your voice. Blue is Ooh, your truth. Fun. It's My communicating, voice. and I feel like maybe that's part of what's being communicated through right. those frequencies. Yes. Whoa! Cool. Bringing it in. We could just keep talking, couldn't we? I just love keep what you're saying about doing the work as an individual. I think oftentimes we hear, what was that quote that you said that, and one individual can't make a difference for the collective. Someone was just saying that recently. Well, it was about consuming stuff, but an mm-hmm. individual consumer can make a difference. And I was just like, are you really saying those words? I mean, that could it be just, like a, that's like if you don't vote or if you, your one vote doesn't matter kind of thing. We got to get out of that mindset and shift into the collective mindset. Yeah, the that more by, people that take that in and create those frequencies and putting that work into other aspects of right. life. Like, it just yeah, it yeah, really does wave them. out to other people and they feel that even as an individual, we can make a difference. And our frequency does matter, and the work does matter. Mm-hmm. Consuming less does matter. <laughs> well, and we make a difference in the in our community and the people we interact with every mm-hmm. single day, and the people we know. Like we, I think we get these big macrocosms in our head of like making a difference in the world, and it's like you are making a difference every single day, no matter what, by the way that you interact with someone, like the strangers you see, and the frequency you carry, mm-hmm. the work you're doing, the work that you brought to your community, you guys are doing that tremendously for this uh-huh. community. Thank and you. if you really think about it on like a realistic sense, like if that was true, then 
a lot of us couldn't claim trauma from only one person in our lives that sticks with us for our entire life. One person can definitely make a difference mm, in your life. Chills. Whoa, like, yeah, way to turn huge. it around. Yeah, I mean, not that we always want to be putting it in this context of pain, but if, if you think you can't make an improvement as a single individual, think about how you can really influence somebody in a, in a not healthy yeah, way as only one individual. Pain is a huge impact. Right. I mean, with you know, the coffee cups and stuff that we're doing, the earth is feeling pain. That that one person does make a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're on that everyday path of learning what's good for Mama Earth, for sure. Yeah. Our little choices matter, and yeah, as an That can be, that's like on a deep level of it, and on a simpler level of just like, even just smiling at someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone interacts with you at the store, like, saying hello, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that's... Yeah, frequency is all. Yeah, just being understanding in in and of itself, understanding and compassionate mm-hmm. of where other people can be. It's not easy. Absolutely it's definitely not. not easy. It's almost hard to hold ourselves in that energy most mm-hmm. days. Right. Yeah. And when we do this work that we're speaking to, it's exactly like you know, if somebody's if a cashier is having a grumpy day or whatever, it's like you can just be like. You know, I hope your day turns, like, not even I hope your day turns around, but just, like, I'm wishing you well. Like, I, oh, I I'm wishing you well. I, have, I hope you have that. a great day. Like, you know, taking, not smiling, not taking it personally. Yeah. I'm going to use that. I'm wishing you well. Job. I'm going to say that too, too. I really like that. I'm wishing you well. That's so nice. <laughs> and if you can add, like, a little kind of sarcastic tone, if they were, like, a little sassy, I was, you can kind of, like, I'm like, I picture you so you well. frequency vibe but mm. the, the frequency that you put into like through the paint 
itself, let alone how it hits somebody else, but just like mm. how what you're putting into it. Because it seems like you guys have so much joy and intention and like fun when you are painting and doing your work, regardless of the shadow work flares that may come up. Yeah. yeah. It's worth it, it seems. It feels amazing to create. It feels so fun to hear and to see your creativity. Mm. As so it's much coachiness comes with art mm. and just mm. like it being a form of expression and putting things out there and working through things while you're creating art. I love that you said that because we do do that and I don't think we honor that as much as we should. That's really cool. I love that so much. It's almost like the bath thing too, mm. coming back to soaking in and soaking out. Art can feel just like a bat sometimes. Sometimes you're soaking, soaking in, in, soaking in and then sometimes you need to soak the fuck out and <laughs> let something out. And sometimes yeah. you need to soak something in while you're painting. Or yeah. Mm. yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I love that. Did you guys feel that we answered the shadow work question well? Or was there more that you wanted us to dig into? I did just listen to your shadow work episode. <laughs> <laughs> did. So... Yeah, I feel. I feel. We feel like we, yeah, we've listened to quite a few. I think I listened to like three or four today. Oh my goodness! Oh wow, you were prepping. Yeah, like I think I listened to three. It was relaxing me because Mm -hmm. it was making me feel like I was already kind of with you and with the conversation. So it, it, instead of like not, I don't know, it just made me feel like I was already with you guys. We were hanging out all day. Yeah, it was fun to listen. (laughs) Cool. It's fun to yeah come with the questions that you gave us and give our answers, but then to also listen to what, how, how you define shadow work was so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your podcast is amazing. Mm-hmm. And we Aww. love it a lot. I feel like Thank you. you guys just are so honest and real. And that's something mm-hmm. that's come up in our friendship is I be, I related to a lot of the things you guys talk about. I feel like that's come up with us, but you guys say it, it is your profession. So you guys talk about it in such we a We don't oftentimes bring that out or say that in our business is how hard it can also be and how beautiful it is at the same time. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. We're seriously, this is our first podcast to, and that's amazing. (laughs) We are saying too, it feels like the perfect podcast to start with. Yeah. Because you're both so safe and, you know, silly at the same time. I mean, that's something that comes out for me. I think that was one of the things I was the most scared about is I'm kind of stolen and I'll make some voices. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I just love the way you guys bring that into your podcast, but Mm -hmm. still being so educational and impactful. And your dynamic is so similar to ours. So it's fun to talk (laughs) to someone else. We're your best friends and business partners, and that's really unique, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I think you Definitely. can always have so both, too. but yeah. you guys were really good friends before you started your business, too, so same kind of thing. Yeah, and our businesses just accentuate each other so well, too. Yeah, mm. so, that's very true. Yeah, they blend. You guys have accomplished so much in two years. Like, it's blowing oh. my mind that you have only... <laughs> we're trying to make you guys cry. <laughs> We have moments where we just sit here and go, we're actually doing this. And fast. Two years. That's fast to have gotten all the things you've done. It's amazing. It's so much. It is. And to put yourself out there like this, I think podcasts are so vulnerable. And you guys are really, I think you make more of an impact than we even know. I would agree. It's mm-hmm. hard to really know how big of an impact one makes in the world. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard really to is. see that. And it's hard to see how others 
how much others will respond to. Yeah, our community really needs this. I think the, obviously the world also needs it, but mm. more witches, more bridges, 2022. Yes. <laughs> Can you make that sticker? Yes, too? also. Bridges and witches. I love it. Okay. Witches are bridges. Yes. Ooh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's <Okay>. a sticker. <laughs> That's something. I yeah. Something. Oh, yeah. Okay. Back to some serious questions. Ooh, we love two serious final questions. questions. How would you like the community to feel when they experience your business? Connected to nature. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And inspired to make just positive change. Positive, I don't really like the word, I don't like positive change. That sounds not good. But just impactful. Yeah, impactful change. Mm. For them to find the frequency and love within themselves, Mm -hmm. just as something as simple as the body hair is fierce sticker, I hope that that shines light in somebody who's like, wow, body hair is fierce. Yeah. And it's for everybody. And it's for everybody. Everybody. (laughs) Body hair is so sexy and so fun. And whether you shave or don't shave, I think you're still sexy and fun. Yes. Yeah. To show up. In our community, just to feel seen mm. and loved and inspired to go out and connect with nature and to go take care of our earth because our murals are so beautiful and filled with nature. But if we're not taking care of nature, it's not always going to look like that. Mm. I hope that impacts people to make some changes to show up for earth as well. That's I feel like you thing. have a real, like, reverence for life in general humans animals nature everything that lives you Mm -hmm. have very you put that on a pedestal like that's what you want to put out into the world is the Mm. just the value of everything that's alive around us yes absolutely i love so yeah putting it on a pedestal i do feel like I don't want to compare ourselves to other humans, but I do feel like we put those things on a pedestal in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Right. We put more on a pedestal. Yeah. I think um, making our community want to also put those exactly on a pedestal, put nature on a pedestal. She deserves that. Yeah. They deserve That's like a human nature difference of like some humans put humans on pedestals and we want to put nature on a pedestal. I think nature should be on a throne. Like a big yes. throne with some moon phases on the top mm. and some Dorothy candles. Mm-hmm. That's what the reverence of it makes yeah. me think of. That it's really just like, it's like that silent bow. And mm-hmm. like in uh, Zen, we bend to our foreheads to the floor and lifting our hands above our heads, just signifying like all sentient beings and all all things are above. above. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah, that, I love that word reverence. Yeah. I love all of that. Okay. <laughs> Part B. How would you like the community... No. How would you like <laughs> to feel within your community? And how can we support you? If we like to feel the same as we'd like our community to feel. To feel empowered and seen and just ready to dive into nature. I think that goes hand in hand with those frequencies. I think they go back and forth with each other. Mm. Yeah. A lot of times what we put out into the world and what we want to give is what we had needed for so long. Mm. Absolutely. So having that returned just feels that much more seen in mm. a way. Absolutely. Would you say the same? Yeah. I want to feel connected. Connected. I think 
yeah, there's so much connection that's made through art. I mean, if you think when you go to like a business or a restaurant that has a mural that has art, there's just this instant spark of life and joy and connection and to, to have people feel that through art, even if, even when we're not there to have that kind Ooh. of connection. Yeah. It's like portals, the portals, the different Ooh, feelings yes. and different moods. Frequency portal. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yes. We should paint a, a mural of a giant portal. Yeah. And it should say frequency sure. portal. Yes. Like crazy cool. <laughs> I can see you that. You can paint that behind yeah. your altar, behind your lunar base altar. Uh, an altar go. is a frequency portal. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> I'm so into this. <laughs> Do you all have any news to share? Like events or anything coming up like that? We didn't have anything like super big other than we do have our next like clothing drop. Brewing we're brewing some stuff. Oh my god. Bubbly bubbly. Yeah, and we're trying to embrace um, kind of different sides of us, different. We feel like our stuff has been very. Um, what's the word? We're just embracing Whimsical more... and yeah. we're bringing in the dark shit. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Wait. I feel more like spooky it's been very guys. nature inspired. Which it still just, will be. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I think. Yeah, we're tapping into spooky nature. We yeah, have lots of layers to ourselves, but I think that we are spooky nature, which is, and we want to bring that in our art, and we're ever evolving with our art, but yeah, spooky nature vibes is what's coming. Embracing that yeah. side of us. I think that we're like embracing this, it's like almost like the witchiness that's like suppressed, mm-hmm. this like darker side. Which is so interesting to me because I feel like that's already been an elements of your art already. Oh, good. Like, Thank even when I had, like, temporarily I had a location in Mount Vernon, the pop-up, even when I had some of your frames there, mm. and I think I have Ooh. a print, too. It's called the, I think it was called the Fool, but it has, like, swords and skeletons yeah. and roses and everything through it. It was very tarot-inspired, mm. I felt. Like, I feel like that's kind of been coming out in its own way mm-hmm. through what you do. Yeah, nice. we're tapping into what's already been there. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting some teeth and some daggers, and we're getting real spooky on you guys. Oh my nice. gosh, I we love the spook. I can't wait. So do I. I mean, you know, we love we love everything you make. So thank, thank you, you so much. much. You are both such good supporters, and we no. truly though. Yeah, you really both are, and it does not go unnoticed. Like Aww. there are certain people, thank you. certain humans that have supported us that stand out, and you two are definitely. Since like day one has been driving here, we were like, oh my goodness, what an honor. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously though, it's I think something that's really beautiful is we've watched each other grow. Absolutely. It's been so fun. We've seen each other's origin stories in in certain ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Is really cool and to continuously watch ourselves grow together. Yes. It's so fun. I can't wait for this picnic. Oh, oh I'm so excited. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. We'll bring the pie. Yeah, great. Fabulous. <laughs> Maybe actually, yeah, next year we're just gonna tap back into pies. <laughs> just picnic pies. Yes, picnic pies. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sticker. Pie babes. Everything that we've said. <laughs> so many things that we've said. There are so many things. <laughs> yeah, I'd also say it's not a super recent news, but our moon calendars just came out, and those are oh, so fun. They're such a good way, not having to look at your phone as to what moon phase it is if you're not following it. Yeah. It's such a fun ritual to be like, I'm feeling this way. Oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, really beautiful space today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Well, and where can people find you? 
online and or in person. Mm-hmm. Our Instagram is lunar underscore babes. We'll link it in the show notes. Yes. Love that. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And then our Etsy, if you go on Etsy and search Lunar Babes Craft. Oh, and cool. if anybody out there needs a mural or a logo made Ooh. or anything in the art realm and wants to drop us an email, it's lunarbabescraft at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah. We'd love Which that. all of it we'll put in the show notes. Oh, nice. Sure. Thank you so really much. put yeah. out the frequencies into that portal of yes. murals. <laughs> murals. Murals. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any markets planned this year? Uh, we don't this year. I okay. think this year we're really going to focus on making room for ourselves and our own rituals while still making art. I think that yeah. balance gets really hard when it you does. have another job and you're trying to balance your passions and yeah, just keep yeah. the room open for our creativity this year. Cool. Yeah, that can be really hard because I think especially as like artists and like makers mm-hmm. there are so many opportunities now that it would be really hard to like not over schedule yourself so many different yeah. avenues and knowing which is like best for your business and yeah. kind of bring in the best community and yeah i will say we do have a big goal to connect with our community and people through murals so yes yeah i think it's such a fun fun way to connect with people might murals even be us soon Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> love it. yeah i can't wait to see what unfolds for you this year thank yeah. you for coming thank in you. thank you for being for having us. Thanks for making it so comfortable. Oh, of course.